Welcome to the Youth School Podcast, where we believe inside of everybody there is a great story waiting to be discovered and lived. This is the show where we guide you on your journey in discovering what your story could be. It's your life. Don't let anybody else write it. Hey guys, this is Scott Schimmel, and this is the USCO Podcast, and I'm excited to have a guest today that I've been friends with, I think 10, 12 years ago. I was introduced to this guy, I was told he was an attorney, which I didn't know why I was being introduced to him, but then someone said, no, 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 he's cool, he's a cool attorney. Uh, it was a mix between Han Solo and Forrest Gump, was the way I was described before we met. So um, thanks for being on the USCO Podcast, Bob. This is Bob Goff. Would you tell us you know, the attorney thing, your whole background, like, why are we talking to you? What are you doing oh, these days? thanks, Scott. I just love what you're uh, doing. It's been great to be friends with you and then to watch you school take off. And um, I think I didn't have somebody in my life that told me uh, about who I was and how I was wired. So I went to college, thought I was going to be an accountant. Hey, me too. <laughs> me too. I'm like, what in the world? I can't, I can't even <laughs> add. So uh, so then I thought, well, uh, what I'm going to do is go on Young Life staff. Okay. And then they said, well, you have to raise your support. Okay. So I did that. And when I had all the support raised, I said, so can I go on staff? They said, no. Really? <laughs> I, thought, I think they thought I wouldn't be very good with people. And so then I <laughs> uh, so went to law school. And then I thought, well, I can just help out these outfits that are out there, International Justice Mission, yeah, yeah. World Vision. So I went to all of them and said, oh, I'll just work for you for nothing. And they said, no. No. <laughs> so <laughs> it was just like all of these. Yeah, are you getting that idea? It wasn't like they couldn't afford me. They just didn't want me. Yeah. So instead of waiting for permission for somebody else, which a lot of us spend time doing, we th I thought, what if we just start doing this thing? So I... Uh, had a day job, which was being a lawyer, uh, and that would be like kind of cover the bills. And I spent more and more of my time overseas yeah. just doing things, yeah. all the things that all these outstanding organizations right. were doing. Um, so that's the uh, th that's how I ended up uh, doing what I'm doing now, which yeah. is um, I'm not practicing law at all. Okay. You're done. <laughs> I actually just tried death penalty cases against witch doctors. That's oh, a creepy cool. card. <laughs> <laughs> I should start advertising. Yeah, right. <laughs> That'd be a great Super Bowl. Ad. Got a witch doctor down there. People think you're joking until you go like, oh, wow, he actually tries he actually to settle the yeah. cases against witch doctors. Yeah. But I just think, like, uh, God uh, seems uh, pretty ambivalent about lawyers, yeah. but he really loves kids. And mm -hmm. so um, what I'm finding and, uh, and the reason I believe in what you guys are doing is that you help people figure out, like, how yeah. are you wired? And then we're constantly changing. That's the crazy part. Right. And then as you become the next guy, I've spent 60 years being old Bob, but mm -hmm. new Bob I met like four hours ago. Mm -hmm. We're just getting acquainted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you like him? Yeah, I don't know. We're still figuring <laughs> that one out until at the end of the day. And if I don't, the beautiful thing is you can change again. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, if you don't like who you've been, right. just be right. somebody else. <laughs> well, the, the Project of You School started with my own work with college students. Ten years I spent mentoring developing leaders. And the idea that I had was if I pour into these college students, they're going to go off and impact the world. They're going to go change the world. They're going to go into education, law, business, uh, uh, plumbing, and they're going to be this salt and light for the world. And after 10 years, I had known thousands of college kids who had come through our program, went off, graduated, were now in the world. And I tracked down 400 of them. And I wanted to know, 
are you changing the world? Because that's why I was doing what I was doing every day. What I heard back, though, was call it disappointing. Uh, it was a wake-up call to me because uh, 397 out of 400 said, actually, thanks for checking in. I haven't had anyone check in on me since college. And since you're asking, I'm not changing the world. And in fact, I don't even like what I'm doing for a living. And it was this, I think, I was a little bit like the gross ghost of Christmas future and, and saying, hey, um, who, who are these college kids going to turn into? What had happened is that they didn't turn into much from their perspective. And so I came back to college and to high school saying there's got to be a different way. There's got to be a different way because these young people are waking up at 28, 30, 32 years old and realizing what they were told to do, they went off and did, but it didn't lead to their flourishing, their happiness, to their impact. And so I'm curious for you, with being a dad, when you thought about your kids in high school going off to college, what kind of advice did you give them as it related to finding themselves, finding their career, finding a path that, that worked for them? Yeah, uh, people sometimes talk about, well, the key to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then right. they'll yeah, finish yeah. it. And I think instead, what I'm learning, it's a little bit more like picking the lock yeah. uh, instead of finding the key. Just uh, if you uh, figure out what, where the tumblers are, where right. the the little ups and downs are, what are the things that light you up? Maybe mm -hmm. instead of figuring out uh, aiming for something that works, to say, let me give a quarter twist on that and see what is it that's going to last. Yeah. And so I would say uh, to a college-age person, uh, the same thing I'd say to somebody who's 40. Um, I'd work more on your character than your career. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then if you get the character part right, Right. Um, then look for these opportunities that come up along the way. You're yeah. working on your character. You want to be a, a but really straightforward. You want to be right. uh, sort out all the luggage you've got from growing mm -hmm. up. Uh, so uh, you aren't stuck with that. But you understand where some of your uh, tendencies come from. If you're, yeah. for instance, really insecure, it may have been that you were told, like you're not good at anything or right. whatever right. things happen in your life. I would uh, sort some of that out, but I wouldn't camp out there. Yeah. Um, I would say, oh, okay, this is why I've been reacting the way I've been reacting now. I'm mm. looking towards the horizon. And instead of looking for a destination, I'm more of a direction okay. to say, here are a couple of things I've seen are true for me. Yeah. I can want, I'm a delight in being around people. Mm -hmm. um, but that would be, you know, uh, so many things. And then to, uh, start uh, narrowing that down a little bit, a little bit more like yeah. a funnel to say, okay, so what kind of people? Happy people, angry right, people, right. Yeah, yeah. people far away, people close by. So in mm -hmm. the answer might be, well, all people. And say like, okay, well, then let's find another track to say, yeah. narrowing it down. What What is it that delights you? Yeah. What is it that uh, you've been good at before? Where have you had some successes? Right. And those are conversations that are so worth having. Yeah. That's so different, though, than, like you said, someone telling you this is what you got to do. Yeah, go or be I, an accountant. Yeah, or I think of uh, aptitude tests, assessments that will tell you. You take the test. Like, there literally is an app for that. If you want to know who you are, take some, take a test, fill out the answers, and they'll tell you. And you can totally gain right. that, too. Yeah. Like, I right. decided I did. going into it, I wanted to be a forest ranger. Uh -huh. So when I got to uh, the question that said, how do you feel about trees? Love I'm them. like... I'm all, I'm all over trees. <laughs> I hug them all the time. What do you think about desks? And they're like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, instead of trying to game your life, to just say, maybe look at some of your experiences. Yeah. Um, instead of trying to be somebody else, to say, how can I live into the most current version of myself? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and that's, so for me, we, we share that accounting thing. For me, at some point in high school, I announced to my parents, 
teachers, hey, I'm going to go into accounting. And what that did for me is everybody all of a sudden turned to me and said, man, we're so impressed with you. What an what a interesting thing to pick when you're 16. But nobody worries about the kid that's going into accounting. No one uh, comes and asks them, who are you? There's no anxiety. It's like all resolved. And I gamed the same system. I took that test home and said, hey, it looks like I'm supposed to go into finance and accounting. But it wasn't the right thing. And so I think that's part of that interesting dynamic. I was good at it. I was good at math, good at accounting, but it wasn't what lit me up. And I'm curious for you when, you, when it goes back to law, in what way was law the right thing for you, the wrong thing? Um, how do you think about that in retrospect? It was a terrific career. I'm telling you, anybody listening, if you don't know what to do, go to law school. Really? You'll yeah. make a ton of money. <laughs> but here's the deal. You won't make a ton of difference. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. could. Right. Um, but uh, what I found is that you can, uh, it's a great career, yeah. um, but it. I at the end of the day, I felt like, Am I really moving the needle in ways that I want to? Yeah. It's an it's a honorable profession and it's terrific. So yeah. uh, all of the different career choices you even outlined as the people that launched forward from the uh, college right, days, right, right. they're all honorable professions. But but the question isn't it honorable, is it mm-hmm. who you are? Yeah. Um, and yeah. so uh, uh, while I enjoyed being a lawyer, I started finding myself having mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. of a desire to do something else. It isn't saying that, choice to be a lawyer all the choices your listeners have made have been the wrong ones no you've just changed and i think a lot of us are a job or two behind who we've turned into Hmm. and we had this version it was the a good job for us the day they said welcome aboard right but then as it should happen we become new creations right and you say like so okay so who's new bob and right and then where you have one opportunity it'll lead to another and another mm-hmm. and what it starts linking together you start seeing instead of all the dots you start seeing the yeah. giraffe <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. connecting right. all the dots to say yeah. like oh wow who knew long totally. neck yep um yep. and so you'd say if uh if faith is important to you you can incorporate that it doesn't mean you need to be a pastor right um if justice is your big thing yep. then doesn't mean you need to be a lawyer mm-hmm. but you can actually do things so mm-hmm. i would identify what are the things that have already manifested themselves in your life what are things that have mm-hmm. caught your attention not what made you uh militant right. uh, but what made you engaged yeah because um, there's a lot of things that tick me off um, right. but that doesn't need to right, be my right, thing totally. just walk yeah. around Slow angry <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh, and to understand we're all reflections of or reactions mm-hmm. to the people around us mm-hmm. and so if you happen to be like stuck behind slow drivers right. if you're a reaction to that you don't need to go race indy cars right um but you what you can do is to say can i react differently can i react mm-hmm. with patience is there mm-hmm. a character thing yeah. that I can work on here i'm not saying stay behind the slow driver right. but you don't need to uh, be saying all the things you're saying right. under your breath right and say like are there some things that i can do in my life give it a little twist mm-hmm. get more clarity mm-hmm. on who i'm becoming move away from the things like I don't argue with people, but I'm a lawyer. I win arguments for a living. So you don't have to walk around and let your job push you around to be something you're not. Yeah. We spend a lot of time with high school kids. And one of the, we, as we ask them questions, we ask them a lot about where they come from, their family, their parents. And we'll ask, and this can be a painful question, but do you want to be like your parents? Do you want to have a life like them? Is the way they're living life good for you? Do you want to replicate that? And the vast majority have said, like, no, absolutely not. And trying to get underneath that, what I hear students say is, my parents don't seem to enjoy what they do. They seem like they're just getting through it. 
and I don't want to live a life, a life like that. You're someone that didn't do life like that, raising your kids. What kind of impact do you think that had on them because you were living awake, living uh, kind of wide open to what the next possibilities were? Yeah, it's been so fun to see uh, each member of the family in their own way engage the world. My daughter, Lindsay, is like Mary Poppins really? with grenades. <laughs> she's just so fearless mm. and kind and all that. So she's a second grade teacher. But mm. if I said, as I have, like, yeah. hey, let's go uh, to Lebanon and right. meet with some people that not a lot of people meet with, she's like, I'm in, mm. right? Uh, uh, my son, Richard, just uber creative, mm -hmm. fun. Just, uh, just off the charts creative. Yeah. Uh, Adam, the adventurer, and they all have a little bit of each other in them. Mm. Kindness, courage, all yeah. that. But there's outstanding characteristics. And so if you say, mm. what's your defining characteristic? There might be a couple. And yeah. that you were not defined because of a success, and we're not defined because of a failure. Right. Where I right. mess ups right. or push ups, I'd be totally ripped. <laughs> um, but so, but I'm not defined by those mess ups. I try mm -hmm. stuff all the time that doesn't work. And so, yeah. for the people listening, if if you've messed up at something, it right. doesn't mean that needs to be taken off the board. Right. But just say like, I would check the return address on that yeah. to say. Is that uh, a function of something that happened before? Is that just one of those crazy things? Like, who knew? Yeah. Like, I was riding a skateboard when I was in high school and had braces on, and uh -huh. I fell, jammed the headgear right geez. into there. We, we had to get the jaws of life to get <laughs> For your mouth. Yeah, that out of there. But I don't think that kept me away from riding skateboards. Yeah. I think I hit a rock. Yeah. I think right. that's what right. happened. Yeah. That was the entire transaction. Right. God wasn't mad at me. Right. Like, I hit a rock. Right. The board stopped. I didn't. Yeah. And so I, I wouldn't rule out entire career paths or entire mm -hmm. uh, sets of capabilities because you hit a couple rocks right. along the way. That's great. We also spend a lot of time with parents, uh, speaking to parents, helping parents see and, and think differently about what it looks like to raise kids who are healthy and happy and flourishing. And so every now and then, speaking at a workshop at a school, a parent will come up to me and say something like, what do I do about all this? Because the life I'm living is not the life I want to have. And I'm afraid that the impact I've had on my kids, it's too late. And so I'm sure you get that often as you go around and speak, that someone comes up to you and says, hey, the life that I'm living is not what I want. And I'm realizing that now. So when they ask you, what do I do? What should I do? What do you say? Yeah, well, the most the person that asked me that question the most is me. Hmm. And I'm constantly saying, is yeah. this a life I have or is this a life I want? Yeah. Um, and to say, what are your ambitions for your life? Like, uh, I've wanted since I was in junior high school to be a grandpa. I, I hadn't even gone on a date yet. Didn't even know what a girl was. <laughs> but I saw my grandparents. Uh -huh. and they were awesome. Yeah. And so I had this idea, like, whatever that is, I want, it. I want that. Yeah, that's great. Right? Mm -hmm. And so now I'm going to turn 60 here in a couple of weeks, yeah. and I'm going to be a grandpa. And wow. while I'm so excited about that, I've had this idea of what does a grandpa look like? And I hearken back to a model yeah. that, that I saw a long time ago. And I go like, I wonder what that, that's a great model, but right. I wonder who Bob's right. version of that will be. So for whoever it is that's listening, you say like, what would be this version of you that you'd like to be? You don't need to be all the previous versions. Yeah. If you're thinking yeah. about how do I model this for your kids, I wouldn't think about that. I'd mm -hmm. say, how do you do it for yourself? Yeah. Like, you just go be that. Right. And then everybody will catch up. They'll see your joy. But if you're trying to say, I want to be more adventurous because I want right. to see the kids be, if you're climbing Kilimanjaro and 
hurling right. the whole way, that actually is a yeah. different message you're sending. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's just find your thing, right. like whatever it is, and just delight in it and include as many people as make sense. Right. Um, right. And so if bowling's your thing, then that's a like a really good thing. It is for many people. Yes. Like, dude, <laughs> get the jacket, go big on that. Mm -hmm. um, but if uh, something else, tying flies, that's yeah. kind of like a solo sport. Mm -hmm. uh, but the way to make it not a solo sport is get two hooks, yeah. two feathers, right. uh, two pieces of thread. Right. And then now we've got something. And you say yeah. like, and then uh, to think, how do I do what I do? Like, for instance, I wouldn't be giving my kids a bunch of directions. I'd give them a handful of feathers, mm -hmm. a hook, and I'd say, go make something awesome. Right. And right. I wouldn't be giving them a lot of instruction um, yeah. because I just don't think we need a lot of instruction. Yeah. Um, I think there's a, a beautiful verse in Scripture that it's a Zechariah 4.10. It said, like, don't despise small mm -hmm. beginnings, mm -hmm. for the Lord delights in seeing right. the work begin. Yeah. I got one of you that guy. Started. Just start. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a lot of directions. Yeah. But if your way of expressing love is to give lots of directions, mazel tov. Go yeah. for it. Right. I know for some it feels so risky to go be yourself. And the version that people have seen perhaps is... If I'm going to go be myself, I'm going to have to kind of dismantle everything. You know, we call it a midlife crisis typically. Um, why do you think it feels so risky to some people? Because that's obviously not uh, insurmountable to you. You've lived a life of risk and adventure and choosing the next thing. What, what is it about living into yourself that feels scary? I think it's a you don't know how it'll go. Like I, I would ask the underlying question would be, what's your relationship with ambiguity? I'm mm -hmm. going to prison tomorrow. Not mm -hmm. like sentenced. Mm -hmm. Just I'm going to San Quentin. The guy, the chaplain, called and said, you want to come? I'm like, yes. Yeah. The question in my mind, can I leave afterwards? <laughs> I'm like, what do you bring? Like a yeah. cake with a file in it? So um, so that curiosity, I would say in whatever it is that you've been doing, be curious about the person you married or your boyfriend or girlfriend right. or like be curious about the people that work with you. And if you develop that kind of curiosity, that's going to go far. Be curious about your kids. Yeah. What lights them up? Right. Why not? not a lot of instructions, right. uh, but a lot of curiosity, like right. how does that work? So what we tend to do is give more direction with the friends that I mm -hmm. get to work with. We say, this is the direction we're going. What do you think we ought to do? Mm -hmm. There's not a lot of like detailed like this, 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 this. Yeah. And then we'll loop together and say, hey, are we, making, are we hitting impediments? Are these real impediments or perceived impediments? Right. So I think for a parent or somebody uh, listening that's trying to make some headway in their life and they feel stuck is say, are those real impediments or are those yeah, perceived impediments? I'll right. give you an example. If I wanted to be an astronaut, a real impediment would be I'm 60 right. and I don't have a rocket ship. Right. <laughs> so a perceived impediment mm -hmm. would be if I wanted to study stars and I mm -hmm. said, well, I don't have a telescope. Well, right. you can keep, fix that for 25 bucks right. um, or a, a, you know, a 25 cents and go to the planetarium. Yeah. Uh, but that idea, are these real impediments or perceived mm -hmm. ones? And I think what we'd find if you put them on each side of the column is the yeah. stuff that's holding us back are the perceived impediments, not right. the real ones. And that can be hard unless you have somebody point that out to you. Yeah, well, I, I, uh, my friend Haley wrote to Gor Gorbachev uh -huh. a week or two ago. <laughs> like, nobody wants to talk to him. He's, didn't know he's still around. <laughs> he is, uh, and he looks the same. Yeah, so what I'm... Uh, the thought is like, let's write and yeah. uh, see if he wants to meet. And it's not because I want a photo op. I right. just think he's a really interesting character in history. Right. And if he'll meet with me, you can get to Moscow for 400 bucks round mm -hmm. trip. <laughs> it's not a very comfortable seat, but you can get yeah. there. We wrote to the queen. 
Uh, I was going to be in London May 14th. Mm-hmm. And so we wrote to the queen and one of her ladies in waiting wrote back, <laughs> like, lady, what are you waiting for? And so she said, the queen can't meet you. She's terribly disappointed. I'm sure it just tore all up. But that would be uh, when people say like, well, I don't have enough money right. to fly to London. I'm like, dude, I'm talking about a dollar in postage right. and an envelope. Right, right. So yeah. if you can scrape that together. If you want it, you can do it. Yeah, if you're saying. sitting at Starbucks having that conversation, drinking a $6 right. coffee, right. I would say yeah. 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 <laughs> push back from the table right. right to the queen or whoever it is that lights up. Yeah. And uh, so that curiosity to see, mm-hmm. I wonder what would happen if, you yeah. know, we sent Kim Jong-un a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I told him I'd sell Trey J. Case of Books for one nuke. <laughs> Ground delivery, not air. So what if you just engage the world instead of watching it on CNN? Yeah. Um, yeah. Find people who have moved the needle in life and then write to them. Right. We got a hold of the Dalai Lama. And really? Yeah. He said, China said they were going to... Uh, pick the next Dalai Lama, uh-huh. and uh, countries don't pick Dalai Lamas. Dalai Lamas, fine, Dalai okay. Lamas. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so I wondered what he would say after that, and he folded his arms, and he said, fine, I'm not reincarnating myself. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm like, that's him. awesome. So we wrote. We said, if you're not coming back later, we should meet now. And, and he said, yes, so we did. And it's not like you're playing racquetball with Satan to meet with somebody right. who believes things that are different. If they're a leader in the world, they'll probably meet with you Reach out. Yeah. And if not that, find city councilman. Mm-hmm. They want to find the ambassador of Benin. Mm-hmm. Nobody even knows where Benin is. No. His mm-hmm. name is Searle. He'll meet with you. <laughs> He's free. <laughs> no, I'm totally sure he'll be the only guy that walked in the embassy that week. But it's actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the phone number for the White House, 202-456-1414. What I'll do is oftentimes have conversations with people and say, well, I can't do this because of this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Right. I can't do this. And at some point, I'll give him the phone number for the White House. And I'll ask him at the end of the conversation, hey, what's the phone number for the White House? And they say, well, I didn't write it down. I'm like, well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Not to shame you, but to just say, like, when these butterflies fly by, net them. You don't have to stick a pin in them. You don't need to pull the wings off. But just net them so you can actually take a moment. So I'm like a huge note taker. And uh, so there's no shame mm-hmm. if 202-456-1414, mm-hmm. if you don't like the guy in there, he'll change. The phone number won't. Right. And so there's right. some strategy of engagement to say, man, I'm only here for right. a while. I right. want to live it engaged um, with the yeah. people that are closest to me mm-hmm. first. I'd be authentic uh, with the people that you work with. Mm-hmm. Like, are you engaged with the people that you work with? Do you actually care about their lives yeah. or you just like work in and then it's like they do something it's this transaction yeah. you give them money they give you a little bit of time and or could you engage it you don't need to like go to pizza right. you can just like right, right. engage them and yeah. i think if we did more of that what the outgrowth will be you'll find your sense of purpose i remember talking one of those 400 students that i interviewed it was a young woman she said i just hate my job i can't stand it every day it's misery i gotta get out of here and at the end of this lunch, I said, you know, you're going back to work today, right? She said, yeah. So, so you're at least there for the next few weeks before you quit and before you try to figure out your next thing. She said, yes. I said, what would it look like for you to go back and just try to give like 90% of your energy and effort? And she kind of looked at me funny. I said, no, no, seriously, if you're giving like 30 right now, just if you're going to be there for another month, might as well give a little bit more and see what happens. And I'll never forget, she texted me at midnight that night, and she just said, I had the best day of work I've ever had in my life. I don't think I'm going to leave. <laughs> I think she stayed another nice. two years. Yeah. When I think about you and what you were just saying, that seems to be what you do for most people as they listen to you, read your books. 
you wake people up. You make it accessible to live a life that's wide awake, that's on the balls of your feet, that's leaning forward. Who, this is the last question, What? how do you do that for yourself? Who wakes you up? Who kind of knocks some sense into you or, or gives you a mirror back? Or, or what do you do to stay present and engaged? Yeah, this whole idea of kind of being where your feet are. It's yes. easy yeah, yeah. to be elsewhere, yeah. uh, particularly yeah. if you have your, you know, your phone and you're like one place, but you're actually yep. someplace else. And yeah. it's not a bad thing, but to actually to be with the people. And so we take a moment um, with everybody around, even the people that we work with. Like uh, I hug everybody mm -hmm. except the people who work with me because it'd be creepy. So we just <laughs> do like blessings. We just mm -hmm. like, like there's just a moment yeah. like it to actually pause and say like, really, really, are you doing good? Are you mm -hmm. adding, you don't have to go like a mile deep, but that idea of finding a cadence where you have enough right. time right, right. to actually be with the people you're with yeah. instead of wishing you were at the next thing or having right. your eyes. So that power of being like fully present, yeah. but pull, fully present and fully engaged where you are. Right. Right. And then looking towards the future and right. saying like, I wonder, hey, how would it work? Have mm -hmm. we heard back from Gorby yet? Have mm -hmm. we? <laughs> Gorby. <laughs> have we? <laughs> I'm giving that guy a chest bump. But like, <laughs> but to live in constant anticipation, mm -hmm. but to be fully present. Yeah. And so yes. anticipation the draws advanced. you right. forward, right. but like uh, being fully present right now. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, so uh, what I've done is try to come up with some strategies, like the friends that work with me, mm -hmm. tell me what I'm doing today, tomorrow, and the next day. Mm -hmm. So today, mm -hmm. I know here I am, right. and then tomorrow I know I'm in San Quentin, and the next day I haven't even looked yet. <laughs> and so that, if you go to a dinner party and people are looking past you at yep. the next one, yep. that would be an example of not being fully present. Right. So to just be like all here. So for me, like kind of like a horse with some blinders right. on the side to keep them undistracted, yeah. just need my friends to help me stay like right yes. here. Cause I'm like, uh, like that dog in up. I'm right. like squirrel. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like off to yeah. the next thing. And so you can come up with some strategies yeah. that'll actually, I wear a mood ring. My friend got it for me. No like, way. yeah, yeah. So when Sweet Marie and I are talking, mm -hmm. I, she's like, what color is your ring? <laughs> like it's green. She's like, what does that mean? I don't look it up in a book to find out what right. that means. It's an opportunity to say yeah, how right. I feel. Check in. Yeah, isn't that great? Why do you do that? Why yeah. do you try to stay present? Oh, sweet Marie and I, we don't talk about where I am. Like yesterday I was in Dallas and uh, Austin uh -huh. and San Diego, but we never talked about that. We talk about how we're feeling, not where we are. Yeah. Because um, geography is like talking about the weather right. to me. It doesn't matter. Right. It's a non-event. It's, it's just where you happen to be. But uh, how you're feeling at where mm -hmm. you are is actually helpful right. to say, I just need to get home. Yeah. And it rains like once every decade in uh -huh. San Diego. Uh -huh. right. And so as this storm gets to San Diego, mm -hmm. I'm trying to find, we divert to LA. And I'd be like, no. no. Yeah. So I didn't tell Maria, now I'm in Los Angeles. Right. Instead, I say, I'm feeling a little blue. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get home. Yeah. But if you could even come up with that discipline, if it's helpful for you, to get in touch. We're trying to mm -hmm. carve a new little groove in our brain. Mm -hmm. And so for a week, just talk about not what you want, but how you feel. Don't say, I want a hamburger. Say, I feel hungry. Right. And why would you do that? Because if you want to make real change in your life, you got to know yeah. how you're feeling you're and figure out the return address. Why are you right. feeling that? Right. I'm feeling unsettled. Well, like, let's drill down on that. Mm. Is that pepperoni pizza? Mm -hmm. 
or right. is that a bad job? And you say, well, it's a bad job. You say, well, why is it a bad job? Yeah. You say, because I long for adventure, and this right. doesn't give me a dream. Right. Well, what would be possible, yeah. uh, and uh, where are there opportunities? Where could you knit some of those butterflies? Yeah. Have you applied to the Foreign Service? They said, like, <laughs> no. Well, like, look it up. How do, what's the Foreign Service exam, and how do I now take it? Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, we're 10 seconds mm -hmm. into the adventure, mm -hmm. and within, if it takes you more than five minutes to figure it out, you're right. not going to pass the exam. That's right. So, <laughs> so to explore these opportunities yeah. as they come, and then pursue some opportunities. We've got things going on all the time right. with people, and some work out, some don't, but right. I don't like kind of cry over the ones that don't yeah. work out because we've got so many other things. Right. We're off to. So right. I would say as we continue to do that, and the last thing I would say is to just be uh, good to yourself. Hmm. Some people that mm -hmm. would be listening to this mm -hmm. and they have these ambitions mm -hmm. for their lives, right. some of us just beat the crud out of ourselves. Right. I'm trying not to yeah. cuss, but like, stop it. Yeah. Get a puppy. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you could just chill out uh -huh. so that you could actually relax and enjoy yeah. who God made you to be right, right. now, right here in your lousy job. It's here, it's right now. It's right here, this right. is it. Yes. You're surrounded this by these beautiful yeah. creatures. <laughs> like enjoy them, like say hi, yeah. take an interest in what's around you. Because if you think mm -hmm. I'm gonna change the circumstance, if you're not enjoying the people right in front of you, right. you're not gonna fix it. So you don't true. need a date, right. you need like a change right. in the way that you perceive people. I think of how relevant that is to parents of teenagers who are just at the max with the schedule, stress, their kids are being annoying. And so the idea of being present with your kids, how powerful that is. I think of high school kids, college kids, who, like you said, the phone, the, the school, the internship, that's just busy, busy, busy. To take a minute, learn that habit, learn that practice, to sit and be present and, and feel how it's all going. I think that's so helpful, so relevant. And then you can change it for a hundred bucks. I spent last night uh, trying to find a tent <laughs> that all of us that work together could stay in on the water on Sunset Cliffs yeah. for a hundred bucks. I found the tent. I'm like, <laughs> we'll have it ordered by this afternoon. And then we won't spend every day out in that tent, but we will certainly spend <laughs> one day out in the tent. And for like 10 bucks, you can get a couple beach chairs. Yeah. It's so like, we just move it. Wireless, right, phones, right. like right. set up shop. And I think you yeah. could uh, change your circumstances, light up the people around you instead of saying like, What's it all about for me? What right. would light up the people that you're working with? Totally. Do that for a hundred bucks. It's you easier can fix than you think it is. It just yeah, sounds like right great. There. And you get a 10 out of it. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, thank you for showing up for us today, spending some time. And uh, how can we stay in touch with you? What's the best way to, it's hard not to stay in touch with you? Yes. Like, yeah. Smoke signals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> SOS. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. If you ever Google me, you'll find, I'm right. a pretty easy guy to find. <laughs> You can't find Bob. It's your fault. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for joining us for the U School podcast. We wanted to let you know that we have a new free mini course that's available for you. It's called the Real Me Course. It's available on our website. Go to theuschool.com forward slash register. Create an account and you'll see the Real Me Course available for you for free. Within three quick exercises you can get clear about your identity, about who you are, and what matters to you. Let us guide you through video and through interactive prompts for you to figure out and get clear about your real story. So go to theuschool.com 
and thanks for joining us today.